0: Love Talk Radio Yeah <laughs> You're
1: gonna have to help me on this one, Jesus I'm Feeling kind of emotional You know how tomorrow Can come today Today, I promise Yeah I'm living screaming let it rain I'm unashamed in my last days Put me in the box and let me burn Like ashtrays It doesn't matter why I be resting in my last place It really shouldn't matter but it does What will they say Does my legacy provoke a wave of therapy Or was my living kind of cancerous like leprosy Can I be charged again Like facing double jeopardy I hope when they reflect up on my stakes It makes a better me Tell me Lord Was I worthy enough to follow? Did I spark inspiration for tomorrow? Please forgive me For all of those I may have led astray I prayed my better days Was an example to their ways You know it's hopeless Trying to please every man But then you nailed the Seven hands repairing every man Tell me that my reparations Will restore a generation Use me Just like you used to raise me Tell me what they say Or even what they think when I'm dead and gone Will they celebrate and mourn Or carry on Did they even know me and what I stood for Or judge me by my mistakes, my storms My pitfalls Tell me what they say or think when I'm dead and gone Will they celebrate or mourn Or carry on Did they even know me and what I stood for Or judge me by yeah, my mistakes, my storms My pitfalls I'm a living testimony, but death to read a testimony But will the testimony be enough to got to get the glory did i push too hard when i should have pulled her, was i wishy-washy trying to navigate these earthly rules could i spend some change like being panhandled i like manhandled some folks feeling like i am a mad vandal the folks that knew me then just don't know me now can my past pass my own progression is that allowed i know you didn't lift me up till i Just to knock me down onto my knees like I'm not saved at all That's not your motive Your aim is just to play with folks Your goal is to strengthen the foundation and make even yokes So in my last breath in my last steps, I pray I'm reaching as far as I can, like some spandex. I pray you give me the grace to reach higher heights and spark revival in my exit party if I die tonight. Tell me what they say or think when I'm dead and gone. Will they celebrate them mourn? I'll carry on. Did they even know me and what I stood for? Or judge me by my mishap, my storm, my pitfalls. Tell me what they say or think when I'm dead and gone. Will they celebrate them mourn? I'll carry on. Did they even know me? And what I stood for would judge me by my mishaps, my storms, my pitfalls.
0: Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's your girl, Cheryl Lacey Donovan, and this is Real Life, Real Faith Radio, and we are so excited to be back with you. We took a brief hiatus recently, but we are ecstatic about um, being able to come back and talk to you a little bit about what's going on in this world, what's happening, some real life, some real faith, throwing it all together, and uh, I'm just, I'm just excited. I've been missing you guys, so Uh, Tonight, Anthony Ramirez, Ramirez, otherwise known as Picasso Ramirez, fell in love with hip-hop music at the age of six when he found an LL Cool J and Beastie Boys mixtape in his parents' tape collection. Mm -hmm. He picked up rapping at the age of eight. And by the time he was in middle school, he was already winning school talent shows and being invited to perform at school dances. Music took over his life and led him down a real dark road that led to creating music that was borderline murderous, Slanderous and blasphemous at the age of 24 being prompted by the Holy Spirit he gave his life to the Lord Jesus Christ and began changing the way he approached music he started to view each song as many sermons and started using his voice as a vessel to bring God's glory by speaking to people about practical living that pleases the God. So it is my sincere pleasure to welcome on tonight's Real Life, Real Faith Radio, none other than the Christian rapper, Picasso. Picasso, thank you so much for joining us tonight on Real Life, Real Faith.
1: Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, listen, I, I kind of understand about that whole um, rap music, wanting to be in rap music, uh, have dealt with something very similar to that, even with my own son wanting to be a rapper. And, you know, I remember when he first started talking about it and saying, son, you know, I always want to support you in uh, whatever you do, you and your brother, but you make sure you always have the music and don't allow the music get you and and unfortunately in some ways he he did that and uh you know we're still dealing with some of those consequences but I definitely understand what that's like and I wanted to ask you this what was that 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 pivotal moment for you what what was it that happened in your life that was sort of an epiphany that that made you say you know what Mm, maybe this is not the road that I need to go down on
1: well you know what's funny is because I started music so early so I mean it I had a a road of 10 years from the time I was eight years old to about 18 to where I I went down a really dark road because of music. Mm -hmm. Um, And so by the time I was like 17, 18 years old, um, I started to have these these thoughts about uh, a little bit more positive things, but it was, it was, I was seeking, I was trying to find myself, you know? And, um, and that's when God was kind of started to knock on my heart. Um and so i would actually I would actually escape in the school halls, and instead of going to lunch, I would go in in what we call this zigzag hallway, and i would I would read my read this Bible that my parents had gave me like a long time ago, and mm-hmm. through me seeking God at like seventeen eight years eighteen years old, I actually became an atheist wow because i had I had so many questions that weren't being answered through my own personal study of the Lord. Mm-hmm. um that it, it just it just turned me down another dark road, so for another six years, I went ballistic I went crazy on just everything that i I did was to say the sickest, nastiest, most controversial things that I could possibly think of in my in my mind to get people's attention with the music
0: wow that that's something else and I, I'm sure that there are others who probably have found themselves in the same you know situation that you found yourself in so I for one am thankful that uh you came out on the other side and that you were able to experience a breakthrough because the music that you provide now is so uplifting you know it's entertaining but it also has a message and, and I think that that is is a wonderful a wonderful thing for right now uh, so you you love music what, what does music really mean to you
1: I mean, honest, honestly, I, I look at music as a as just an open door. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people use it as as the means to an end. They strive to to become uh, maybe noticed through music, but I see music as just the beginning to what to to the bigger the bigger doors. Um, a lot of people are probably going to hear what I'm going to say right now, and probably going mm-hmm. to. Uh, despise me for it, or um, or even reject what I say altogether, because I don't believe honestly that people are called to full time music ministry. Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. that what what God wants to do with music is just to to draw people. Once He draws mm-hmm. the people, the real ministry happens when the song stops. Yeah, you yeah. know
0: that's
1: you know what, when it's that's it's, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say that is was profound. I really get and understand what you're talking about because I, I tend to believe that also the music is the thing that draws the people, but then they need a word to sustain them.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You, you know, so and, been- and, and, and go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going
1: to say with the, with the label that I'm, I'm working with, uh, Blood Related Entertainment, um, that's really our goal, man, is that we don't want to – just give people music and leave them with a catchy hook in their head. If we're not mm-hmm. proclaiming the gospel at the end of every set, then we haven't done our job.
0: Man, you know, I I hope everybody that's in the Christian music industry, gospel music industry, whatever they want to call it listens to this and hears what you just said, because at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. And I'm going to say something, too, that I say a lot, and, and, and the same thing, sometimes people look at me a little cross-eyed, but it's really the truth. You know, it's also not just about, you know, the Holy Spirit is great. The Holy Spirit can come in and it can, you know, you you, you, you feel leave, leave the churches feeling really good and you've been uplifted and you've had a Holy Ghost experience, but you also need... A solid word that you can't apply and sometimes we get so caught up in the emotions of what's happening in church that we forget about a word that can actually help us to transform our lives. And so, I, I again, I get exactly what you're saying. That word is the thing that's going to take you from point A to point B and truly cause the transformation that's necessary to begin to live out the purposes of God in your life. So I think that that is a profound statement that you just made. And I hope that, that people, Really understand it because a whole lot of people read the word, but not everybody studies the word, which is what Paul yeah. told Timothy. He needs to study, and I think sometimes we miss that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I was just telling um a friend of mine because I, I actually run a radio station as well, and so I was telling mm-hmm. my co-host today. I said, you know what? I said, what well, what we got to understand the difference between between wisdom and immaturity, is mm-hmm. that is that not everybody is at the same wavelength that you are. So in order yeah. for you, for people to understand what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to say, you have to actually come down to their level. If I keep on hitting you with with $100 words and you only have a fifth grade education, you'll never yeah. understand anything that I just said.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's so you know, true. And sometimes we get caught up in that the 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 rhyming and the you know, like you said, the hundred dollar words that you know somebody has to go to a dictionary. You have to Google what he just said in order to understand what what he just you know the knowledge that he just gave you. So yeah, it's this it's, it's, it's this true.
1: Yeah, and, and you know one thing like I, I really like um you know I really like casts like KB Andy Minio the guys that can really spit really fast. And I used to mm-hmm. spit really fast back in the day. But at the same time, it's like if you're spitting that fast, it's really hard to understand and to catch every word that you're saying. So we have mm-hmm. to ask ourselves, is it edifying? Yeah. You know, yeah. it may be dope. It may sound awesome. You know, you may ride the track really hard. It may, you know, uh, you know, just catch people's attention. But are, are you really saying enough to provoke change?
0: Right. And that's really what it's supposed to be about. Exactly. So now you've you been know, in the industry for a long time. You said you like eight years old or whatever. So how did you actually get your start in the music industry? Because that's a long time.
1: Yeah, it, it has been a long time. And you know what? We've had a lot of ups and downs. Um, so actually, I mean, honestly, I started seeking a record label um, for, you know, for signing when I was about 13 years old. And um, we put out massive amounts of demos. Um, and, and it just, it just, we just couldn't get the breakthrough that we wanted, you know? And so we just started, started doing our own thing. And I think that's why a lot of people really go independent because it's hard to catch, um, like the industry is not paying attention to you. If you're not, you're not pushing numbers, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a numbers game. It has nothing to do with talent, you know? So uh so a lot of everything that we've done has been been independent over the last um honestly I've been pushing really hard since about uh about 2005 Okay um since 2005 I've put out 15 albums Wow and uh, and just just pushing them locally and um doing doing local shows everywhere I can um, and it's just been the last like two or three years that God is really opening up doors just because of mm-hmm. obedience, you know, and I well, really love know, the – go ahead. Go ahead. And I was going to say, I really love the scripture. Um, it's I believe it's in um, 2 Corinthians, and it talks about be ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so so once
1: yeah. once we understand that it's it's just like we're we're dying to self so that God can have his way. And once God has his way, those that that humble themselves will be exalted.
0: Yeah, and that is so true. You know, you know the same thing—the same thing happens even in the uh, in the writing industry with authors. Many times, it's difficult to get people to see the indie authors, even though the stories are, are just as good, and sometimes even better than some of those that that have been published. But it, again, it's about the numbers thing. So, since you've been doing this all this time, what have been some of your biggest trials, as well as some of the biggest triumphs you've experienced?
1: Um. I, some of the actually the biggest the biggest trials have been kind of like I've said before is the rejections you know um, because those, those rejections they you know when you're pushing really hard trying to make something of yourself um, trying to get noticed. I mean we we went with a, uh, a a scouting talents agency um, back when I was like maybe like um, maybe like 11, 12 years ago that ended up being a scam. Wow. And they they scammed us for a lot of money. Um but they wow. I, I don't even know if it was if it was real or fake. We were getting actually checks that they were playing our music on the radio. But at the end of the day, we ended up getting scammed for, you know, for hundreds of dollars, you know, and can't even can't even recoup any of it. Cause we can't um cuz cause we, cause we can't prove anything. You know, so, right. so th- you know, things like that, you know, the rejection, the, you know, and then kind of getting a big head when mm-hmm. things are going well and you forget mm-hmm. what you're doing, you know, you forget that Christ is supposed to be the centerpiece,
0: yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I, you know, I see a lot of a lot of these cats out here now, you know, um, you know, I, I hate to to drop Lecrae. I hate to drop Andy Mineo, but these are, are these are the people that are people are paying attention to. And you see mm-hmm. how slowly, you know, they're 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 pulling the the gospel that, you know, that they had grounded on so bad with, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. They're slowly watering it down to the point where it's not so gospel focused now. You know? Yeah. You know, and that, and that's, it's
0: funny you said that about the um about the um how sometimes you can kinda of get out there and kinda of get the big head. I was watching Mary Mary the other night and, and uh Erica Campbell had said she said the same thing that it, it, she was doing the double Awards. and she said it was she saw herself <laughs> tweeting – her family members poorly because for a minute there, she forgot who the center of attention was supposed to be. And it's, it, that can happen. That can happen.
1: Right. Yep. Yep. And it can happen with anything. Not, you know, not even with just doing music. I mean, if you're constantly getting praise for doing good things, you start to say, wow, look what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so easy so to fall into that state.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. And I like the fact that you talked about obedience, because uh, at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about, dying to self and allowing God to be the one, the spirit of God to to lead you into the things and into the places where he wants you to go. And when you do that, you know, all kinds of things can, can manifest and open up in your life as a result of that. So now, one of the things we usually ask everybody that is uh, on our broadcast is this: What will your legacy be? You
1: know, uh, you know, we actually kind of asked this question, you know, during the, you know, the magazine interview, and and I thought about it long and hard, and you know, it, it's funny because the people that only received bad or have seen bad things from you. Will only remember mm-hmm. you for bad things, you know. Yeah. And those people that have seen good things from you will only remember you for good things. You know what yeah. I mean. And so you pray that those people that have saw bad things and those people that have saw good things have made up a, have made up enough of their mind that they're able to see you for who you actually were when you leave this place. And that's actually what the song is that you just played. Um, what will they mm-hmm. say? It's about legacy. You know, what will they say when you're gone? You know, Mm -hmm. are are you going to leave a bitter taste in their mouth when you're gone? You know what I mean, or or are they going to celebrate you because of who you were? You know, I I pray. I mean, honestly, it may sound cliche, but I pray that my my legacy is that you know what? He was a man after God's own heart.
0: Yeah. You know, (laughs) but. We all know uh, uh what David all the things that David did and he still is mentioned as a man after God's own heart, so hey.
1: <laughs> exactly. And and I know I know for a fact there's there's people that have a bad taste in their mouth about me, and there's people that don't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So there's gonna be mixed reviews when I leave this place. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I I tend to think of myself as a radical. You know, I mm-hmm. stand for the gospel, true and true. And honestly, if I hurt your feelings because of the truth, best believe it's in love.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know. So. Wow, that's amazing. So listen, how can our readers find out? More, my readers, our listeners, find out more <laughs> about you. How can they get in contact with you? And where can they get your music from?
1: Well, um, we we actually just dropped a an album in December. Um, is the the blood related compilation is called Beyond the Walls Volume One. You can actually go to uh, bloodrelateddmv.bandcamp.com and get that. Um, but you guys can 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 follow me on on Facebook. Um, I'm very transparent, very open. I don't separate my personal from from Picasso. Actually, people don't even understand that Anthony Ramirez and Pop Picasso Ramirez are the same person. Yeah, I get it all the time. Oh, really? You're Picasso? are Picasso, like, yeah. Like, what's, why can't people get that? <laughs> so, um so yeah, you guys can go to Facebook.com, either follow Picasso, uh, backslash Picasso Ramirez, or you can follow me at AER82, AER which is my personal, so.
0: Okay, great. Well, listen, Picasso, I am thrilled that you decided to join us here this evening, and I want to Absolutely. let our listeners know that in uh, November, November fifth, here in Houston, Texas, we will be having the Real Life, Real Face Changing the Narrative Awards, and Picasso has graciously agreed to be one of our featured artists for that event. So hopefully, you guys will be able to come down to Houston, Texas, November the fifth for the Changing the Narrative Awards and get to meet Picasso and see him and pick up some of his music. Hopefully.
1: Absolutely, and I am looking forward to that.
0: Me too. I think that's going to be great. So uh, what we're going to do now, we're going to go ahead and close out the broadcast with his, uh, one of the other songs that he has sent to us. And again, Picasso, thank you for joining me here this evening on Real Life, Real Face. Absolutely. Alrighty. Is at All righty. Listen, that's Picasso Ramirez. He is a Christian rapper, and uh, we want to remind you that you can go and visit him at Facebook.com at Picasso Ramirez or at Facebook.com backslash AER82. Also, visit their website, www.blood related.com. Again, blood We want to remind you to join us here again on uh, Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Visit us also on Facebook at Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan or on Twitter at Real Faith Mag. That's Real Faith Mag, M A G as in magazine. We also have a Pinterest page as well as an Instagram page. So just get out there with Google issues, find out about us, Real Life, Real Faith. Um, And as we go on out, we're going to be listening to Picasso's next uh, uh, music. Here on Real Life, Real Faith, as always, remember that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask or think, according to the power that worketh in you.
1: Be blessed. Yeah, yeah, for the man that I found a good thing, you know. Do the ups, do the downs. But still keep it tight, yeah. So I've been around the world and I, yeah, yeah, looking for my.